Hello and good morning, everyone. Only positivity here. I have my coffee with me, and I'm really ready to kick off the um, second podcast of this series um, that I'm attempting to launch called Elevated Thoughts. So Elevated Thoughts is a new podcast I'm attempting to launch, like I said, and it's really helped me as I pursue knowledge in this new realm of my life. And, you know, basically what I do is um, I go through these different books that I'm reading, and in each chapter, um, I highlight the things that resonate with me. And now for this podcast, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be going through those quotes that I highlight and attempting to bring them back to my life and give you examples of how they relate to my life and how some of those solutions are applied in my life as well. So, in the last podcast, we went over um, the first chapter um, in the book titled Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the first agreement um, one should make, you know, to really achieve peace and zen in their lives is being impeccable with their word. And we went over that in the last podcast, but for today's podcast, um, we're going to go through the second agreement, which is, um, and I wish this was phrased a little bit more eloquently, um, but the second agreement um, is don't take anything personally. Um, and that's a very powerful statement because um, we deal with a lot of people in our lives and some of them are close to us, some of them are not. Um, but it's very hard to remove ourselves from the things we do and take objective views. And so I'll dive into this a little bit further. But um, back to the second agreement, don't take anything personally. So the first quote I highlighted um, in the second chapter um, by Don Miguel Ruiz goes like this. When we really see other people the way they are without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. Even if others lie to you, it's okay. They are lying to you because they are afraid. They are afraid that you'll discover that they are not perfect. So I'll pause there for a second. And that's a very, very powerful little blurb. Um, and I think, you know, there's a there's a line to be drawn between not caring in general and not taking things personally, right? So people throughout life um, are always going to give you feedback, whether it's warranted or n not warranted, right? Or unwarranted. Um, so what I think here is is really making that distinction between what you take home, what you decide to apply, versus what you disregard, right? And that's where someone's craftsmanship, creativity, um, and their true personality, I think, really comes out. Um, and, you know, I was just talking about this with a buddy yesterday. And, you know, as I dive into this new, these new Instagram things, and, you know, I've never been a social media guy, and um, as I go into these YouTube podcasts, and even the journal entry side of things that I do um, in my other um, playlist, right, um, those type of things are, they're taken well by some of my friends and the people who listen to them, and they're not taken well by others, right? I'm talking about my family and things like that. And, you know, I think the, the thing that really applies here. Um, is that there's there's certain people's opinions that I'm going to take home, that I'm going to discuss with them about. Um, and there's certain people's opinions that I'm going to be like, okay, great, thank you for that. And I'm just going to let it go in one year and go out the other. So, you know, there's really only two people um, whose opinions really, really matter to me at this point in my life. Um, one, you know, is my fiance. Um, and another is my best friend, um, who I was hanging out with just yesterday, actually. And, you know, when those two people give me feedback, you know, they give me feedback on the on, on the podcast I do, on the pictures I take. Um, I really take that home because um, they're the closest to me and I know they're going to give me the best advice. Uh, but that doesn't 
mean I don't mean to say right that when when other people are giving me feedback and ways to improve that I'm not taking those. The thing I do is I more ingest that. You know, I triage it. I I kind of say, okay, is this person someone who I can trust? Is this something resonating that they're saying with me? Um, I'm just thinking about all these different types of um, rubric-like ideas um, or points when someone gives me feedback that I don't necessarily um, value as highly as my fiance, my best friend, right? Everyone has something to say. I'm going to be open to all types of feedback, but it's up to me what I apply and don't apply. And for me, that really um, takes a lot of that anxiety out of it, right? It, it takes the emotions out of it because I can really decide what to apply versus what not to apply based on the facts of a situation. So, you know, hopping off that point um, and moving on to the next one. Um, if, if, if someone is, is not treating you with love and respect, uh, it's a gift if they walk away from you. So this goes back to, to lying, right? So I have a couple, you know, close friends and things like that um, that have a tendency to do that. And, you know, I personally used to do that as well. When I was younger, I used to lie specifically to my parents um, and maybe even my brother a lot. And sometimes it was for for, for bigger things, um, you know, when if I was trying to get out of class or get out of going to a, a family function, maybe I'd lie. Um, if I want to stay out later, I'd lie. And then, um, but it would come back all the way to just, just little things, things I didn't even need to lie about. Um, and, and now um, I really have reflected on that trait of mine, right? And about five, five, six years ago, I really had to remedy that. I really had to dive into why I lie um, and how to uh, really, really just implement honesty as a, as a foundational principle going forward, right? So when I come back to me, um, it was exactly what Don Miguel Ruiz is saying, right? Um, they are afraid you'll discover that they are not perfect, right? So, so, so I would lie to my parents um, if you know I want to go out with my friends. You know, drinking was one of those things that we don't talk about, and not to say you know drinking is very important or anything like that. But you know, I have a few drinks every now and then. Um, you know, I smoke a little weed every now and then too. So. Um, those type of things are very frowned upon, especially, you know, having Indian parents. And um, I could never talk to them about those things um, or like, you know, my interactions with girls, things like that coming up. could never talk to them about those things um, because it wasn't received well. So if I want to go do any of these things, right, if I want to go hang out with a friend um, that was a girl or if I want to, you know, go out um, for a buddy's birthday where we were at a bar, it'd be it'd be a whole lie. Right. I'd be like, oh, you know, we're just going to his house. We're just going to hang on his basement and play video games, things like that. So I just got accustomed to lying. Right. With my parents. And then I would take that. I would carry that over into my other relationships with people. Right. And, you know, one person who really checked me on that was my my fiance, my current fiance, where, you know, she would say, you know, you don't need to lie about those things. I, I understand why you, you do, but you don't need to. Right. And essentially, you know, that was a that was an eye opening experience for me. Um, and even before that, I had a couple of experiences like that where it's like, OK, you know, you don't need to do that. Um, so what I so what I do now is I'm almost too honest. Right. Like I'm, I'm very I'm very transparent um, to a certain extent with the things I do. And I, I, I push honesty. I always push honesty because when you are honest, you don't all that anxiety goes away. Right. I put all my opinions, my emotions on the table in a mature manner. And that's that's what I can do. If you don't accept that, that's on you now. Um, and that to me um, really, really is um exemplifying don't take anything personally.
But let's go forward and talk about this most recent line that I just stated, right? If someone is not treating you with love and respect, then it's a gift if they walk away from you, right? So we we all have seen people around us, myself included, who have been in toxic relationships, right? Like romantically with other people. Um, and one thing that, you know, I really had told myself, and I don't know why I said this when I was younger, was, you know, I don't want to be the one to break up with that other person because, you know, I don't want to be seen as the bad guy. And that's pretty frustrating, right? And, you know, because you can be stuck in that relationship um, and things like that. And there's that point in some relationships where you've tried and you just have to, you have to cut it off, right? You just have to let it go. And you have to be objective enough to realize that. So, I have been fortunate enough that when I've been in a toxic relationship, that that person has walked away from me, right? And it's been a true blessing for those who have walked away from me um, because, right, it does hurt for a little while, but the heart eventually heals and then you can choose what you really want. And, you know, that that brings me to my current relationship, right? So, you know, in my past relationships, um, you know, I was looking for, you know, the girl that I could bring home, right? The girl that would be good for my family, um, things like that, um, who, you know, could speak our language well, who was very Indian. Um, and I thought that was the way to go because that's the way my parents went. But, you know, here here in the United States, it's not necessarily like that. Um, we don't need someone who's Indian unless you want that you know but that's then I started forming my own opinions um, after I really stopped caring what everyone else thought right um, and it's not fair to you or your partner if you're coming together because of what your parents want right unless that's something that you can truly rationalize and you truly want um, so after I had broken up with um, um, you know the most recent girlfriend before my fiance you know there was I had a whole new view on life, right? I realized that you know um, people are always going to be upset with the things I do, um, no matter what, or someone's always going to have something to say. So I need to just do what I think is right, and the people who care about me are going to always be there, and the people who don't can pretty much go somewhere else, right? They I I don't really care. Um, so um, then you it's almost like you're wearing sunglasses for a long time. And then when you take them off, everything hits you at once. You, you kind of see life through a new a new view, a new lens, um, and you, there's a lot more color. You, you see the, the finer details and things. Um, and so that's a realization that I made, you know, a few years ago. And I think it really ties back to what Don Miguel Ruiz is saying um, about how, you know, if someone is not treating you with love and respect, it's kind of, it's a gift if they walk away. And when you stop caring about what others think, you really open up um, a whole new chapter in life. So, right, he goes forward and says, there's a huge amount of freedom that comes without caring about what others think. Like I just said, when you don't take things personally, a lot of your negative thoughts and feelings, such as anger, hate, jealousy, will disappear, right? So, so when you're constantly feeling like you're being judged, right, you're going to have that outlook on other people, right? If my parents were to judge me, right, and a lot of um, Indian parents will judge their kids on how much they, how, how well they can speak the language, um, how, how much they go to the temple, how many verses they know from our scriptures, um, things like that, how they interact with the old, how many times they go visit, you know, elders and things like that. Um, so when, when, when you're judged by that, you're going to put that on other 
people, right? And other people your age. And we would find that a lot, right? We would find a lot that, you know, because of the way our parents are positioning us, right? Um, us as kids would be pitted against each other. There'd be a competition, right? Down to the littlest things, right? AP classes we got into. How many AP classes is your kid taking versus mine? What did your kid get on their ACT versus mine? And you wouldn't even believe this, right? Um, parents would lie about um, what their kids got on their ACT. And I think that's very frustrating, you know, because um, you don't want to be pitting little kids or children against each other um, because they don't know better, right? They have a, an, an urge to please their parents. And, you know, the friendships that I made with those friends coming up were not true friendships. But, you know, I've rekindled them. Um, you know, we've, we've set ourselves up now where we're not competing with each other. We are just happy for each other right? We've all gone down different paths. Some are doctors. Um, I'm in business, things like that, right? Some are in healthcare. Um, and we all are happy for each other in our respective areas. So when you remove that competition and remove those personal feelings that might be negatively afflicting you, you really open yourself up for, for love, right? And, uh, and positivity. So we go, and you're know, tying back to my, my last podcast, being impeccable with their word, right? Another another negative side of humanity is that humans help each other suffer, right? When we have this need to suffer and feel anxiety and things like that, but we seek judgment sometimes, right? So um, some of the examples, you know, I can relate to, right? Being in being an Indian kid uh, and things like that, I I see people even in their 30s and 40s who act like little children in front of their parents, right? They're, they're still seeking their parents' approval because they're being judged by how successful they are, how much money they have, um, their stature, things like that, how many kids they have. Are they that perfect nuclear family, right? And I'm not saying that only applies to Indian kids because it applies to a broad set of people. But I see people in their 30s, 40s, 50s who are still acting like children trying to please their parents. And, um, you know, that can lead to a lot of resentment. And, you know, what if I don't visit enough? What if I'm not Indian enough? Things like that. Um, and they're creating this suffering for themselves, right? And I don't know if I'm just different, but, you know, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm not seeking approval from my parents anymore, right? I'm going to share with them the things I do. And I know I'm doing good things. I'm confident because I don't care what they think. And I know I'm doing good things. I know I'm constantly trying to push for more. And if they are not on board with the things I'm doing, then by all means, you know, we can we can go our separate ways or we can keep our relationship very cordial and surface level. So I try to position myself in ways where I'm not doing that, right? We have to be very careful about, you know, the, t the things we say sorry for, um, you know, people have a tendency to say sorry when, you know, there's a, a bit of a friction um, in the conversation, right? One thing that's very interesting um, in the in the brown community, if you will, right, the Indian community is saying no, right? When when your parents ask you something, you people take it as, as you know, God's son, God's word. But that's not necessarily the case, right? If we're all adults now, we should be able to say no and respect each other's opinions, right? But if you don't, I also don't care, right? If you if you have an issue with what I'm doing, I've set myself up where I'm independent now, um, and me and my fiance are independent, and we don't really need anyone else. And I think that really um, sets a foundation, right? Um, a lot of a lot of Indian parents they they have this need to care, right? Need to guide, but that is not necessary for an adult, right? Unless they really really need that. 
we're at the point where we can make our own mistakes. We're not going to make such terrible mistakes that we can't come back from it, right? We, we pivot um, cautiously. So once you take things personally, you just create suffering from nothing, right? So we see these people, right? Going back to these people who are trying to appease their parents. They, they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s. They're successful individuals in their careers. They have the money, but they're creating suffering out of nothing, right? What do they have to be worried about? Right? At baseline, all of your needs are taken care of. You have a house, a roof over your head. Um, you're eating every day. Um, you, you have kids. You have a, a, a fantastic significant other. What, what could possibly be wrong? Right? So we have this need to create suffering based on what other people think. So you really have to trust yourself and choose who to believe and who not to believe. And that's what I'll leave with today. So coming back to me. With this new social media presence, with the podcast, sharing my thoughts, I'm getting a lot of pushback. But I know I'm doing great things. I'm confident in what I do. And to be honest, the people who care about me are like, go ahead, go do this. Keep at it. And there's some people who are like, please don't do not do that, right? I don't know what you're trying to do with this. But well, the only thing we can do is keep moving forward and not worrying about what other people think what other people think. Sorry about that. So um, that being said, um, I will cut it off for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Feel free to leave any comments. And remember, only positivity. Thanks, guys.